This program is scheduled for one fall. Welcome, ladies and sirs, to the show that you are calling. This program is scheduled for one fall. I'm your MC for this evening. My name is Silent Mark. Good evening. And I have uh, two colleagues here with me who every week we're going to come on and talk wrestling towards you. Um, I'm going to do this the way it should be properly done. So, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> <laughs> Introducing first. He's a journalist. Beyond Radio's very own resident. Author of Holy Grail and also Johnny Fear's number one fan. It's Mr. Greg the Truth Lambets. Well, you got three of those four things right, Mike, thank, Mark, anyway. Thank you very much. You got my name right, just about. Just about. <laughs> it's because I'm, I've got a mic, you see, right okay, in front of me, da- dangling. Oh, okay, fair like, enough. Like Mr. Anderson's from the ceiling. Okay, fair enough. Um, how are you doing, Greg? Doing great, thank you. It's been a fantastic week weather-wise. Good, good, good. And it's great to have a wrestling radio show on Beyond Radio as well, for wrestling fans and also for non-wrestling fans. <laughs> Because we're going to be that entertaining, you're actually going to be converted, even if you despise, even if you hate wrestling. What is the matter with you? You need to get out of the sun and, and get with a beat baggy, as my English teacher once said. Really? He did. Okay. He, was a, he was a big Jungle Book fan. Fair enough. Um, so I'm now going to introduce your opponent. Human being. Co-host and co-creator of uh, Another Monday Evening Show. Visual person, well, he's on video for Alpha Omega Wrestling and shambles. Mr. Evil Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. How's it going, sir? It's going very well, thank you. Good. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Feeling good about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. I think. It's going to be a laugh, isn't it? Yeah. It is going to be a laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, from, from now until 10 o'clock, um, you're going to be here listening to us. Um, please get in touch with us because we've got a few things to talk about today. Um, you can text us 073990855 or you can email studio at beyondradio.co.uk. There's a few things we want to hear about um, from you guys in the show. Um, there's a few things that we're going to talk about. Um, we may just chat rubbish throughout the whole thing. You might not get in touch, but please do, because there are a few, few things you guys need to join in. Why would you not? Why would you not? That's what I've got to say. I have got no idea. I um, can't think why So, everyone is pretty much saying, gents, what are you going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. Um, Eva Lewis, what's on your mind that you're going to talk about a little bit later on? I've got a lot on my mind this week, Mark. So much. My, my mind is weighed down with the weight of so much stuff that is on there. Um, but no, I'm going to cast my evil eye to significant happenings in the world of pro wrestling this week. Um, you know, I've I've kind of I've been checking out what's been going on on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, even TNA. Oh, even TNA. I know. I There's know. nothing wrong with I, TNA. 
Not it's, anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's improved a lot more not, not in while, recent not, months. Not now, broken Matt Hardy. Uh, yeah, it's improved it's, a lot it's more. It's part of my life in recent months, thanks to the help of one particular individual, namely Indeed. broken Matt Hardy. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just tempted to go straight into that because you know, but Matt Hardy, what, what, what? I'm lost for words. Did you hear he was, his? Did you hear his podcast with Chris Jericho? No, I still need to listen to you that. Apparently, to it was amazing because he did it all, you know, in character as Broken Matt. Um, something that started out, I'm, I feel like it started out as something that they were trying to be super serious with, um, and the kind of the segments they were filmed. There was a maybe a little bit of um, influence from Lucha Underground with the kind of dramatic, almost movie style segments, but so badly produced and edited that it was laughable. I don't know if it was originally intended to be fully serious, played straight, and then they gauged the reaction with it to it and ran with it from there. I don't think it matters, really. I, no, I, I don't think, really I think he's just I don't incredibly really care. Have we got the jingle, Mark? We, I, we, I, I programmed the jingle. It's the we've, greatest we've catchphrase. The somewhere. It's the greatest new catchphrase in wrestling today. To in wrestling point, and in life, To Greg. the point that I... Uh, you know, Weird, I, I, I say it when the postman arrives in the morning <laughs> and he puts letters through my, my, my letterbox. Weirdly, it's the next one on the list. Amazing. Here we go. Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. There we go. Oh, I, I don't call the postman Brother Nero. I hasten to Do you add. call him Brother Postman? No, because it's it, it's middle names, you see, Lewis. This is the thing. You see, it's it's reason that he calls him Brother Nero is yeah. because he is Jeff ha- Nero is Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy's brother's middle name because really? when, when he was on the Chris Jericho podcast he said brother Keith I knew you'd come because that is Chris Jericho's middle name the more you know indeed huh. so what would be what would he what would he call you then Lewis <laughs> let's not go there well Lewis I guess because your first name's evil isn't it there you go that's the one we'll go with that brother yeah. Lewis and your brother Mark I your will first be, yes. name's silent yeah yeah see that's what we were christened easily done yeah that would be so great to be addressed by broken Matt as brother Whatever. I think we should get him on the show to play piano. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> well, just <laughs> broken Matt Hardy in the corner, oh. just like a jazz a musician. Piano, a piano solo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get Vanguard one can bring us crisps. Yes. I'm going to go on record, though, as saying right now that, in my opinion, Broken Matt Hardy is the most entertaining thing in professional wrestling in 2016. It's uh-huh. a bold claim, yes. but yes. for me, he is the best thing in wrestling that I've seen this year. We'll, we'll go with that. And on, on TNA? We'll go with I, that. I, He's my I, star of the know, week, I, incidentally. He's my star of the week. More on that later. TNA has more its, on that later. TNA has its fans, probably more so down to Matt Hardy, but it has its fans, both of them. And, you know, I've stuck with TNA, or tried to, but sort of last year especially, I, I couldn't watch it. I would try. I would I would go in with the intention of, I'm, I'm going to give it another chance. And it, I don't know, it... it it was almost painful. I couldn't do it. Do Eli, you know, Eli Drake's good as well. Eli Drake is a guy you need to keep your eye on. Eli Drake has come out of nowhere for me. You know, he was he was part of the the, the team they called the Rising with uh, with Drew Galloway and and some Samoan dude. I don't know. You don't, that, you don't, you don't even remember him. He may have been before I was paying any attention. That to was TNA. that was last year, and he broke yeah, out on go. his own. And it took him a while to get going. He had a bit of a feud with Grado, which culminated in a really entertaining ladder match of the Feast or Fine briefcase. And then all of a sudden, Eli Drake gets his own talk show. Where yep. he's just he's just basically he's 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 uh, nailing dummies. I don't mean literally nailing <laughs> dummies everywhere. He has his dummy button as well, which you know the dummy button. We have a, a dummy, dummy button. button. Do we have a dummy button, Mark? Uh, dummy yeah, button. we do. So good. Dummy, dummy. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. There we go. Nice. That's right. So whenever any of those kids outside on the bowling green come in, we're going to play that. I think. <laughs> 
I think that's probably the last thing I'm going to do if skulk, they come in Skulk here. around. <laughs> skulk um, around by the studio. The thing is with TNA, for me, have they just realised what they were and are now playing it up? I realised they weren't taken seriously in some circles and are now working with that. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think they were taking themselves very seriously, yeah. which they're, they're going to do. They're yes. allowed to. At the end of the day, a wrestling, a sort of a televised wrestling company aren't going to portray themselves as a joke. Um, not intentionally, anyway. Whether they did or not, eh, uh, debatable. But, again, I think that they they just realised that what, what the, the, the reaction they were getting was incredible. And they, I just, I think they just thought they'd run with it. Um, and I'm guessing a lot of credit has to go to Matt for creating that character and yeah. developing that character as it is. Because again, I, I actually look forward to watching Impact now, which you're like, yeah, okay, I'm, that's that's an incredible statement to, for me to make. I actually look forward to watching Impact, and I watch it on purpose. Not and and. And I find, I think, my, I I find myself I think consistently... I think you're selling it short, to be honest with you. But I, 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 I kind of get what you're saying. I, I don't think it's I am. broken brilliance from Matt Yeah, Hardy. and, and has, I find myself... been amazing to watch. Yeah, and I'm consistently entertained by Matt's antics every week. He come, you know, just amazing. You know, what, what was it? You, well, you're going to mention it in the, in the Superstar of the Week, aren't you? So, he, he is the Star of the Week. Yeah, he is so the Star to, of the Week. More on that later with, yeah. when, when we, when we un- unveil, for the first time ever, anywhere in the known world, fantasy wrestling on the radio. And this will be the listeners' chance to get involved and, and they can play along too. It's going to be good. It is, very much so. Uh, and you can do, if you've got any thoughts about what we're going to talk about tonight, um, you can text us 073 or you can email studio at beyondradio.co.uk. Um, also, go to Facebook and join the group um, that is the, this program is scheduled for one fall. We also yeah. have a hashtag, don't we? <laughs> We do. We do. I think you should read it out as an abbreviation, like, you know, not as a word, but as the abbreviation. Yeah, but I, I want to make it clear that I, when, when we discussed the name for this show, I didn't actually realize what the acronym was. No. Because it is a little bit risque. It is, it is it, yeah. We are it was accidental. We are yeah. after nine o'clock. Still, though. What is it? Oh, it's... Um, I'm not saying it. T-P-I-S-O... Hang on. Is it uh, F-O-F? <laughs> T-S-I... F O F. No, it's T P I S T P I S. Why did you ask me to do it? T P I S F O F. Yes, there we go. If you want to write that down and try and pronounce it at home, you know, there's you'll see enjoy. It on, you'll see it on enjoy. the Facebook group and stuff like that, and you'll yeah. see it on um, Hash- on Twitter as well. Hashtag T P I S F O F. And if you want to go on Twitter, um, you can go to at One Fall Beyond. Um, I'll put the song on in a bit because I forgot to. Um, but we will have more of stuff in a bit, um, including an interview that you did. Oh, yes. I can't yes. wait for that. That's going to be amazing. We're going to play that. It's a big um, revelation. We're going to play that in a second. Um, a little bit of music now. Um, you'll know what this is if you've tuned in. You'll automatically know what it is. Oh, God. Not, not, not him. Yes, him. Oh. Had to be dumb. you're listening to One Fall here on Beyond Radio. My name's Silent Mark. With me, as always, are Greg Truth Lambert and Mr. Evil Lewis. Look, Mark, I'm doing all kinds of crazy weird stuff with my hands. Ooh. Look, listeners, look. Look how mesmerising and cool I am. Yeah. You're not you're, impressed, you, Greg? You look like Mick Foley's second cousin. Thanks. There's nothing wrong with being Mick Thank Foley's you. second cousin. I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Mick Foley's age. Even though that's clearly not how it was intended. No. <laughs> Lambert. To be fair, you do look vaguely lumberjackish. Thank you. Welcome. 
What was Nakamura wearing on NXT this week? What? Yeah, he. I think right um, that he just thought thinks that's how Americans dress. The man's got great teeth as well. I, I, bet, I, I guess. Well, why, a, do, why does he wear a gum shield? I don't know. He should, he should be showing those teeth off. He's, he's obviously clearly protective of. I was going to say he's probably that, clearly that that's very why reason, he yeah. clearly that's why he still has great teeth because of said gum shield. Right. You know, in Japan where they just knee each other in the face for a living. Okay. Um, I think a gum shield is wise well, if you I, want to I, retain that's, all that's your That's a reasonable teeth. explanation. But can you yeah. explain one thing to me? I, I don't know. Can I? Why doesn't he get that incontinence problem checked? I'm sorry. Well, the way he does, he's always shaking and quivering, and it's like he needs the toilet all, you know, 24-7. What's the matter with him? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get this Nakamura love. I think he's just sure so full of it. it's all about. I, I like him, to be fair, um, because he's different. There's something interesting about him. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. He's, he's, got, he's got hair like some, like, you know, like he's doing the Japanese Human League tribute. Okay. And he wears knockoff PVC red pants. They might be um, genuine PVC red pants, for all you know. And they call him the King of Strong Style, and he, yeah. he does a couple of kicks and a knee. He's in which, W... And then they, uh, Corey Graves goes mad and, yep. and, and and screams the capital of Zaire for no apparent reason, and he wins a, wins a match. I don't get it. Okay. I mean, calm down. It's, at the end of the day, he's, he can't work the same style that he was working in Japan in WWE. You, you, you know this. It's, it's, a different, it's a different style. It's a different system. I hope Samoa Joe muscle busts him into next week. Well, yeah, that's... Um, that's going to happen. It's going to happen this Saturday night. Yeah, coming up uh, this Saturday night, we've got NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, um, the main event of which will be Shinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. Um, and me and Joe go way back. Personal friend. Personal friend. Oh, yes. you got history, have you? Indeed, we have, yeah. Okay. Christmas cards and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we appeared on the same show back in 2003. A couple of times, actually, but 2003, first ever Ring of Honor appearance in the UK. Yeah. I was there. So no prizes Rubbing for guessing. shoulders with a Samoan submission machine. No prizes for guessing who your pick for that match is then. Oh, absolutely. Samoa Joe. Joe all the way. Okay. It's, it's not a bad pick. I mean, you know, he's an incredibly dominant force in wrestling and in NXT. Um... You know, he successfully fended off all challenges since he won the title. I I think Nakamura's got a good chance, to be honest with you. He's he's undefeated as of yet in NXT, as far as I know. Um, again, as you've mentioned, incredibly popular, much to your chagrin. And I don't know. Chagrin. I, chagrin there's I like a word. It, I like Words, it. Mark. Look it up. Um, yeah, I I think I I can see Nakamura as NXT champion. I don't know if that's going to happen this Saturday, but I can totally see him as NXT champion Look, I'm, in the not-too-distant future. I'll give him credit. He's cool. He's charismatic. He's different, yeah. as, you, as you say. Yeah. What I don't get is I don't understand this overwhelming, passionate love that so many of the hardcore wrestling fans have for this man. They put him on a pedestal as some kind of deity. Smart fans, Greg. Smart I prefer fans. No Way Jose. Smart fans. No Way Jose, when it comes to charisma... Sorry, but he has Shinsuke Nakamura's number. See, no way, Jose. He's 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 fun, but I I can't like him yet. I I don't hate him, but I I don't know what it is about him yet. He can bring the he can bring the fiesta and he can turn it into a fight, Lewis. He totally can. Bear in mind, he, he absolutely can, and and I think he'll beat he will this Saturday against Austin that's Aries. That's my prediction. Yeah. I think he'll beat Austin Aries. I think he should beat Austin Aries. I think Austin Aries has been incredibly underwhelming since he debuted at NXT, and. Um, you know, for whatever reason, he, he needs to sort that out. But um, I don't know, no way, Jose. He 
there's something missing for me with him. Haircut? No, his haircut's pretty cool. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I haven't. I can't put my finger in what it is that I don't really like about him. I don't hate him. I'm just kind of a little bit indifferent. Well, when it comes to so, fa- when it comes to well, fantasy I don't know wrestling, what, what Mark's Lewis, currently dying about. When um, it comes to fantasy wrestling, enough about what you're going to put your finger, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to fantasy wrestling, I'm pretty sure I said put my finger on, not put my finger in. But okay, you know. Either or. Whether you're gonna, wherever you're gonna put it. Okay. You, you, we're gonna, you're gonna have to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. <laughs> is that, if that's not a euphemism as well. Sure. And you've got to pick Shinsuke Nakamura for your fantasy wrestling team. I've got to pick him for my fantasy wrestling well, team. Well, you, you're clearly in love with the man. We'll do that he's, after he's, this. He's, next he's slot. a great wrestler. Come on. We're, stop the argument. We'll do this after this next slot. So, coming up, ladies and gents, um, we have got more talk about. Um, uh, about NXT and also SummerSlam that's coming up this weekend. Raw, um, SmackDown. Exactly. Yeah, those those things as well. We've got all of that all in the next 40 minutes. So much Don't to cram in, Mark. So much to cram in. You need a yes. shoehorn or a funnel. Yes, yes, we do. Um, in, I'm not going to say. In 10 minutes' time, we are launching um, the only and ever fantasy wrestling team thing competition. Um, Greg's going to be talking about that in a second. But firstly, Greg, you're going to talk about an interview you did. Yes. Which we shall now play. Indeed, yes. So let me explain the background. Okay. Alpha Omega Wrestling is Morecambe's wrestling promotion. And they run shows regularly at the Winter Gardens in Morecambe. Got a big show coming up on Uh Saturday, September the 17th. Tickets are still available, by the way. Just go to the website, aowuk.com. Or pop in, if you're in Morecambe, pop into Studio Bronze on Queen Street. Get a tan, buy a wrestling ticket. (laughs) All in a day's work. Anyway... In Alpha Omega Wrestling, I used to be the majority shareholder. I got unceremoniously em- emphasised the dumped. way you used to, sir. Unceremoniously dumped. How disgraceful the way they treat me when I'm a Morecambe icon. So basically, Chris Ridgway, my good friend, employed me as his manager, and ever since then, I've been trying to get revenge on one man. That man is the Alpha Omega Wrestling champion, Sticks, who is responsible for me no longer being in charge. Uh-huh. And Sticks, coincidentally, hasn't lost a wrestling match in Morecambe for eight and a half years. Uh-huh. Can, I mean, put that in context, Mark. What have you? What have you managed to do continuously for eight and a half years? Or not do? Or I'm, not, not do. I'm not allowed to say that on radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed. No. It's an incredible what, what, streak. What have I not? Lewis is I, washed, yeah. clearly. But what have I not done in eight and a half? What have I succeeded in not doing for eight and a half years? Succeeding. You've, you've succeeded in not succeeding. Yes, I've succeeded in not succeeding for eight years. Well, that's very good. Well, Sticks has succeeded in succeeding. Yes. Because he hasn't lost a match in Morecambe for eight and a half years, and that includes matches at the Dome, God rest its soul, at the Carlton, God rest its soul. That's coming, that's coming back. Down. The Hexagon, that's still open, I think, just. Globe Arena, you know, all these great venues in Morecambe, and he hasn't lost at all. And I've been trying to find someone to beat him. Yeah. And as, as of yet, it's not gone entirely to plan. However... September 17th, I found the man who's going to do it. I've scoured the length and breadth of the country. I'm going to play this uh, little interview that I did yesterday and reveal the identity of this gentleman. Here we go. So, listeners, this is Greg the Truth Lambert. On this programme is scheduled for one fall, and you're extremely lucky because I'm going to make the big revelation right now. I have been scouring the whole of the world to find the man who is finally going to break the sticks streak after eight and a half turgid years of this man not being able, no one has been able to beat him in Morecambe. This man is going to get the job done on September the 17th at Morecambe Winter Gardens. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you this man right now. Sir, if you would like to tell us your name, 
make yourself known, explain to the listeners your credentials and why you're the man to break the stick streak. almost be on a t-shirt couldn't it Nathan if you're going to break the streak steal the show that's what you do it's going to be great absolutely and you know sticks I've been I've been I've, I've been obsessed with breaking this streak and I've brought in so many different guys over the past year who have come so close and I've noticed sticks getting closer and closer to the edge he's looking a broken man I think he's struggling physically and you Nathan you know what while sticks is nursing his injuries and dealing with the pressure of having to try and maintain the streak and keep the Alpha Omega Wrestling Championship time in time, time, time out. You're out there, you're on the road, you're wrestling every day, up and down the country, staying sharp, staying focused. This is part of the reason why I think you've got what it takes to beat him. Wouldn't you agree? Just for, for the uneducated out there, I know there's a lot of them listening to this show who who haven't followed your career as the show stealer, Nathan Cruz. I just want you, Nathan, to explain to these people the, the championships that you've won, the names that you've beaten, the names that you've been in the ring with, just to explain what kind of level of performer the show stealer Nathan Cruz is. champion 
countries uh, promotion they start in London not making waves across the world um, I'm a two time new generation wrestling champion I defeated Al Pacino for the show Steve Wynn back in 2010 I was the youngest full time professional wrestler when I turned professional at 19 there was nobody who was at the same age as me but wrestling at uh, you know, the, the capacity that I want in Europe there was no, nobody matching that um, and since then I've had the Progress Wrestling Tag Team Championship twice I've, uh, I've competed like I said all over Europe I'm going to America soon I've competed even for the WWE I've defeated the likes of Jeff Jarrett I've defeated the likes of Dan Grell I've competed against Fit Finley Danny Collins Bob Brookside you know name the who's who of British wrestling I've either been in the ring with them been taught by them Marty Jones Johnny Sin or Johnny Cage who I've had the privilege of, uh, of being under the guidance of on more than one occasion you know victories over people such as James Mason being all masked who's I'm Rob Dynamite two of uh, you know this generation's biggest veterans that have both been in the ring with me have both you know fallen to me Rampage Brown, you know, someone who's an unstoppable machine in professional wrestling in this country. And once again, the amount of times I've gone to with him, the amount of times that I've actually defeated Rampage Brown on huge scales. Again, Rampage Brown is someone who, who sticks, is a, you know, sticks nose. I've, um, I've made quite a career for myself, not to toot my own horn, but I think everybody, if you can just smell that, And I 120% agree with you, Nathan. And with all the people that I've managed in my you know, storied wrestling career, I would just like to say that it's going to be an absolute honour for me personally to be in your corner on September the 17th at Golden Chance. It's one more chance for me, but it's your golden chance to become an absolute legend and steal the show, break the streak, become Alpha Omega Wrestling Champion. I'm so looking forward to it, sir. Thank you so much for doing me the honour of letting me manage you on this auspicious occasion. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. There's one more thing that I'd like to achieve before you know, I, I, I leave this country and go on to great things. Well, it's going to happen. Show stealer Nathan Cruz, thank you very much. And Sticks, be shaking in your shoes, pal, because Show Stealer's coming for you at Golden. This is Beyond Radio. That's not pretty sharpish then, isn't it? So there we go. That was um, Greg Lambert's interview with Nathan Cruz. How are you feeling about that then? Who's Nathan Cruz, Lou? Who's Nathan Cruz? <laughs> Have you been listening? Yeah. I think you it, completely thick? I think it was that guy who was just on the phone. No, I just wanted that reaction. 
This guy's going to break the streak <laughs> on September the 17th and then he's going to go to the WWE. I'm telling you, this guy will be an international star for years to come and he's going to start on his path to glory at Golden Chance. You better get your tickets because it's going to be a happening. Eight and a half years. Sticks has beaten everybody. He won't beat this guy and you need to be there. You need to be able to tell your grandchildren that you were there the night the stick streak died. You seem pretty confident, Greg. I've I'm got always, to say. I'm always confident. Yeah. I'm particularly confident in Nathan Cruz because... The guy's got everything. He's got brains. He's got wrestling skill. Like I said in that interview, he's he's up and down the country at the moment wrestling uh, in in massive ve- massive town hall venues, holiday camps. You know, up and down the country, just facing the best that British and European and and world wrestling has to offer. And he'll be razor sharp come September the seventeenth. Well, Sticks is basically ready for the rocking chair. I mean, you have managed numerous challenges to Sticks's streak. Yeah. All of whom you've been equally confident in. And uh, have they necessarily gone well? Not one of them has stolen, stolen the show, though, have they? Not one of them has been a show stealer. Not one of them beat the guy I used to manage, Alex Shane, for that very name, when he was just 19 years old. Nathan Cruz did that. Nathan Cruz, you know, how many of them were the first ever Progress Wrestling champion? You know the credentials Progress Wrestling has now around mm-hmm. the country. Yep. Sure. Nathan Cruz did that. So, you know... He's going to be the one to end the streak. He's a man who's he's a man of first. He's a man who makes a career out of breaking the mold, pioneering. It's going to happen. And we're going to find out on September 17th, aren't we? We are. We are. We are. We are now. going to find look out. At, look at what's, what's those few fighting words there, Lewis. No, I'm just, we, we, we are out, going to find we? out. We're going to find out. Look at it. Look at the I'm impartial. In your voice. I'm impartial. I'm the intrepid interviewer for AOW. I, he, is, I, he has to be impartial. I, I, I don't have an opinion. I'm. Well, that's true. I don't get paid to have an opinion. You don't have a good one. No. Well, that's debatable as well, but I, you know. Let's debate it right now. Actually, no, 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 no. Let's not. Because we've got something else to talk about right now, haven't we? But whilst you're uh, in a positive frame of mind, sir, whilst you're you're very um, confident, shall we say, um, we do have something coming up for you in a bit. Oh, yeah. Very soon. But first, we are going to go on with uh, the fancy wrestling. So tell us about it. Oh, fancy Tell us the idea. Fantasy wrestling, well, the idea is... You know, it'd be nice for this show to be like the Fantasy Football League of wrestling shows. Yeah. It's been about 20 years since we had anything like that. Are we going to sing the awful song? No. No, we're not oh. going to do that. No. no. Uh, what? You don't mean Three Lions, do you? That was a great no, song. No, no, no. Like Fantasy no, 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 Wrestling, no, Fantasy Wrestling, My Fantasy God. Wrestling, like that. No. God, you make Gillian Hall sound like Russell Watson. I have dulcet tones, I'll have you know, Greg. Does dulcet mean bad? No. Oh, okay. So basically, fantasy wrestling. The idea is very simple, very similar, similar to like all the fantasy football leagues you might have seen in the paper. You get a budget, 150 million pounds. You've got to pick 11 wrestlers. And we're talking wrestlers from the main television shows that are available uh, to, to most people, hopefully, throughout uh, the UK. We're talking about WWE, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, TNA Impact Wrestling. Those, did I say five? I meant four. That's four. And the idea generally, I think, is to just try and get as many points as possible. You score points for if your wrestler wins a match. You lose points if your wrestler does not appear on television. You gain extra points if your wrestler wins a championship. You gain even more points if your wrestler wins a main event on a pay-per-view. And you get the highest points of the week if your wrestler is deemed by me, the general manager of fantasy wrestling, self-proclaimed general manager of fantasy wrestling, if you are, if you have the star of your week of the week in your team, also you lose points if you have, with the greatest um, honour and, and respect to Eli Drake, the dummy of the week in your team. So, 
basically, just to give you an idea. I just want, you said 11. Um, have 11. I misunderstood the rules or is that just how many you've got? No, you're like, you've got to pick 11 wrestlers. I thought it was two from each group plus one wild card. Yeah, but you've got to pick 11. Two minimum from yeah. each group. Ah. Two minimum, which means... Well, you then I may have completely botched this and... Uh, you have completely have botched it and picked nine, haven't you? No, I don't know. I haven't even counted. Let's see. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, do what Evil Lewis hasn't and read the rules that were, are now published on the um, Facebook group for this programming schedule for and fall. Um, all the rules are on there, but do explain a little bit more, Greg. So tell us about what this well, week would have had. Yeah, I will. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I got my son, Owen. Congratulations on your A-level results, son. First of all, chip off the old block. And well done to everyone else got their A-level results today. Um, no, just well done to Owen. Okay, Owen no, one else, no one else counts. Fair enough. Now, no, we'll talk about Owen's team. Owen picked a team without really understanding much about wrestling. Uh, he picked uh, hash- his team's called Hashtag Go For Broke. Did he, have to, did he have to hashtag it? No, he's, he's just from that generation oh, okay, where everything has a hashtag in front okay. of it. So he picked, and basically, like I said, you've got five, you've got five pools to pick from. Mm-hmm. And the pools are WWE, Raw, Smack, the Smack, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Impact, and the Wild Cards. You've got to pick two minimum from yep. the first four of those groups, and then one, you must pick one Wild Card. So to give you an idea, Owen from Raw, he picked Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Top price, £25 million, but a guy who will, no doubt, appear on television regularly, maybe win you a few matches, maybe win you some championships, so he will accumulate you points. Mm -hmm. So it's a good move. He also picked Charlotte, the former women's champion, £15 million as his second pick from Raw, another very solid pick. His two picks from SmackDown were John Cena, £25 million, and then he picked Rhino, £3 million. Rhino, who's just returned to uh, WWE TV, doesn't appear week in, week out. Hence, he has a lower value because the people with a higher value are the ones that the WWE are likely to put on television more. Yeah. But besides, you can't pick all the top guys because you've only got $150 million to play with. So you've got to go inside the budget. From NXT, he picked Bobby Roode. Glorious. Best theme tune ever. £15 million. Good pick. Bobby Roode's just arriving in NXT. He's got a big pay-per-view match with Andre Cien Almas coming up this weekend at TakeOver. And no doubt he's going to be on that television show and winning winning matches and championships going forward, if I'm allowed to say that phrase, because it sounds really corporate and horrible. He also picked from NXT Samoa Joe, the champion, £25 million. Again, an extremely solid pick. From Impact Wrestling, he went for Broken Matt Hardy, who I've already said would have been my star of the week this week, and that would have got him 10 points. Okay. Although we haven't started yet, so yeah. it hasn't. Uh, but because, again, he had to pick somebody of lower value to balance the books, he went for Andrew Everett from the Helms dynasty at three million. Well, you never know. He might end up as a TNA tag team champion, so it could work out. That could be a, that could be a bargain. Finishing off from, um, uh, basically, you can pick a wild card. One wild card, he went for Vince McMahon. Okay. Uh, yeah, perhaps not a best move. Vince hasn't no. been on TV for months. But you never know. He may appear and then appear forever because Vince writes the show and he can do what he wants. Yeah. And to finish off, he could pick two any two other people from any of the pools. He went for Buddy Murphy. Okay. Three right. million. Former tag team champion from NXT. Yeah. Now loses all the time since Alexa went to SmackDown. And Robbie E from the Bromans at seven million. And that made £149 million. He was a million pounds within budget. He adhered to all the rules. That's his team. Go for broke. It's an interesting strategy. He seems to have gone for some big names. Yeah. It's quite top-heavy. Big names, but then a lot of names that, you know, may not get the job done. Is that the right approach, Lewis? Lewis, what approach have you gone for? I've gone for completely disregarding all the rules and picking 15 people. So I'm <laughs> going to have to go home 
and pick a new squad, which you'll find out about next week. Oh, Liv. I'm not a part of your system. <laughs> right, oh, screw your rules. God. Okay. It's well, what well, we're you have doing until now, Sunday, because the thing, the thing is about fantasy wrestling, if the people who are listening want to enroll in fantasy wrestling, they have got to post their squad of 11 mm-hmm. on the Facebook page yep. before midnight on Sunday. Okay. So before SummerSlam starts, basically. Because the season runs from Monday, when Monday Night Raw airs on Monday night, the season starts from there mm-hmm. and goes right the way through to WrestleMania 33. Okay. And you will score points at the end of the end of that. We will find out who the fantasy wrestling champion is. And you good people, you can enter a team. I'm really looking for nine entrants because we already have three. We have Owen, we go for broke. And we have you if you eventually sort well, your life Well, it's a good out. job my place is like already kind of spoken for, isn't it? Otherwise, it is really, yeah. By the time I get my squad together, there'd be no places left. So, And, and Mark, as the MC of this show, I'll allow you to have a team as well. Well, thank you very much. You're a gent. Um, so that's coming up. So get in touch on the Facebook group. Um, have we had any uh, people messaging yet? Good sir. We shall have a check. Give them a chance. Most of them probably don't understand the rules. That's, that's it's going to take a while for people to figure out. It is. I mean, even completely disregarding the rules, it still took me a good half an hour to uh, finalise my uh, inflated squad of 15. So, you know, what you, what you, can, what you can do. So, yeah. But it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, what do you do? It's, it's an interesting choice. Who would, you, who would you pick, Mark? Who would you pick from the wild cards? You've only got one pick. Already picked it. Uh, well, are you to reveal it? Foley. You've gone for Foley. I've gone for Foley. Right. Because you know he's going to be a regular on Raw. I ju- I've just got a feeling he's going to be there quite a bit. Okay. What happens if he fails, fails the dress code and gets fired? I think there's code. only one way he'd fail the dress code, and that's if he came on without clothes. Maybe oh, my God. He, he might run out of Christmas ties. Do you really ties. want to see that? Well, I know that, that really brings a whole new meaning to holy foes. Exactly, yes. <laughs> but that could happen, and that's the point, you see, is you've got to be careful, because, you know, you could pick somebody who you think is an absolute can't-miss. They could get injured. They could be suspended. They could be fired. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to come cap in hand to me, the GM, for a replacement. You can actually ask for a replacement, but you've got to have a very justifiable reason to replace anyone in your squad during the season. One very, question. Very oh, go on. Um, obviously, it's fantasy wrestling. Is So is this going to follow actual current wrestling? St- is this like the superstars of the week, the wins, the losses? Is that following actual wrestling that's happening? No, it's or just, is it going to be a parallel universe of wrestling? It's just whatever, whatever I feel like. Okay, fair I'll enough. I'll just do it on a whim. Yeah. Like this week, the star of the week, Broken Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. He hypnotized a fan for crying out loud. I've never, seen, you know, I've never seen anything. The fan cried out loud. The, the fan was crying out loud. He was crying, delete, delete, delete. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Was. The, and that would get you 10 points. If you have broken Matt, Matt Hardy mm-hmm. in your squad uh, and we were playing fantasy wrestling right now, you would get 10 points because I have chosen him as the star of the week. The dummy of the week, and that would actually lose you 10 points this week, would be Heath Slater. Okay. Because he stupidly got in the ring with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right, he and did. Got battered. Yeah. Okay. What a numbskull! It's never a great idea to go in the ring of Brock Lesnar. And then start talking about his kids. Right. Um, also, also possibly even well, maybe not even dumber. But uh, then the following night on SmackDown, he got in the ring with Brock Lesnar's opponent at SummerSlam, Randy Orton. Um, and with the agreement was that um, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, the uh, the GMs and you know CEOs of SmackDown. Um, basically said that if he won the match, he would get his SmackDown contract, which he has been, you know, he's the hottest free agent in wrestling. He's trying to get signed to one of the brands because he wasn't drafted when they did the draft a few weeks ago. Um, And basically Randy Orton went mental 
Um, so much intensity that he's got kind of built up for, for Brock on Sunday. Um, got himself disqualified, which meant that he Slater actually technically won his match. He came off worse, right. but he won the match. Now, backstage... He seemed like he had been hit by a truck. He, he, he was dazed. He was confused. He was lying on a kind of on a stretcher. The trainers were looking at him. Um, Shane and Daniel had the uh, the contract ready for him to sign, and because he was so out of it, he he um, he basically mistook them for um, Stephanie McMahon and Mick Foley, and he was about to sign the contract. And what I thought was a bit of a it, it wasn't a very nice move from uh, from Daniel Bryan and, and Shane McMahon. They basically took his contracts away from under, under him as he was about to sign it just because he wasn't sure who he was, who they was, was, were, where he was. Words of my tools. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was really mean-spirited of them. Well, that would cause a problem with fantasy Give the wrestling. guy a break, you that know would, what I mean? That would cause a problem with fantasy wrestling because you get points for appearing on a show. Okay. Do you get points for if somebody thinks you're on the show but you're not? Well, the answer is no. So I'm sorry, you would not get points if Heath Slater mistook a superstar for somebody who yeah. wasn't there. That would just, yeah. would just wouldn't happen. Okay. Yeah, sure. But you can, dra- you can actually pick Heath Slater as your wild card. Seven million pounds. Fair enough. Cheap at half the price. So them's the rules, ladies and sirs. Get in touch. Go to the Facebook group for this show. Uh, this program is scheduled for one fall. And um, you can join in uh, first. How many people is it, Greg? We want nine people. So the first nine people to get in touch. round number. It is. First come, first served. Yeah, first come, first served. First nine people to get in touch and give us their teams can join in. It would be lovely to hear from you. Um, So we're going to play a song in a second, but I'm going to... Throw throw my cards onto the table. Um, you, You've got cards. Yes, we've been here the whole time. We could have been playing cards. I know. It would have been. Come better. on, Mark. You're holding out on me. Um, we had the idea to do. Um, it was on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, we had the idea of giving each other wrestling dares, if you will. Um, trying to figure out what to do. I've said because I'm the MC, I'm going to give the first dare, and it's a dare to you, Greg. Because you were feeling right. a bit confident okay. in yourself, and it's again, it goes with the gentleman that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, gentleman? Bobby Roode? No, good sir. Me, Salamark, I dare you, Greg the Truth Lambert, to um, record Johnny Fear reciting poetry. What? Yep. I would like you, good sir, to get um, the psychotic warrior, Johnny Fear, to recite some poetry this so we can play it on the show. My, this wasn't in my contract. That's madness, Mark. I know. No, I don't have a, don't have a contract. <clears throat> no, that's madness. I'm hang on, no, no. There. Listen, listen, hang on a second. This is the guy that ram-slammed me at the Winter Gardens in May. He dropped me on my back and landed really badly on my arm, and yep. I still have trouble getting my expensive overcoat on and off, mm-hmm. even to this day. So would you not count that as retribution? Why to get him to res- what to recite why not? poetry? Why not embarrass Johnny Fear live on radio? Yeah, but how do I get near enough to him without him tearing my head off? He's a psychotic warrior. He's psychotic, but there are ways. I mean, you, you've got a, a backlog of people that are you know on how, your how side. How long do I have to get this dare? Do this, do this dare. What do you reckon, Lou? I don't know. Um, depends how long it's going to take. Depends what opportunities Greg's going to have to approach Johnny Fear. I mean, the next obvious opportunity would be on September 17th at the Morecambe Winter Garden. Well, I'll tell you what. Is next week too soon? No, no, I'll tell you what. I'll do it in seven days on condition that I can come back here and dare one of you two if I'm successful. You up for that? I guess. Still, though, I mean, Mark, 
I'm not. I'm not even. You know, I'm. I'm not. A fan of, I'm not a fan of Greg in Lambert. My hands. I will take my own life in my hands. I will approach that deranged lunatic while he's doing wind sprints or or typing on social media in block capitals for no apparent reason. Probably whatever both. He does, whatever he time. does. You know, tra- tra- You know, training, 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 moaning about his injuries, training, whatever else he does with his sordid, pathetic life. I will, I will. I will. I will. I will. He's not listening, is he? I will approach him and I will do your dare. I will do your wrestling dare. Deal. That's harsh, Mark. Honestly, I, I'm not a fan of Greg Lambert, but I'm, that's a that's a death sentence, surely. Can I give a shout out to Dean Puckering though, who has listened to the show? Hello, Dean. Go on, hello, Dean. Uh, very uh, good dare he came up with on our Facebook page. Yeah. This program is scheduled for one fall. He said he would dare the Undertaker to come out to Billy and Chuck's theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> do, yeah, any, nice what, try. What about you? If you could dare anyone, any <sighs> any wrestler to do anything. Lewis. You're putting me on the spot here. Um, Brock Lesnar wear a tutu, anything like that, whatever, whatever you that's, feel that's, like. That's an obvious suggestion, I don't know. New Day, um, Weetabix, I don't know. Like, Dean Ambrose to come out and like hit someone with a light tube. Doesn't he do that pretty much all the time anyway? No, he used to, but you know, that, that'd be... That'd be Amusing on a level in WWE for, for them to just kind of, you know, break the norm and, and have him do that. Okay, you're, yeah. a, you're a sick and sadistic man. Mark. Yes, I am. I would dare uh, Brock Lesnar to come out to um, circus music on, you know, one of those really small little clown bikes? <laughs> He'd crush it, surely. He wouldn't fit. Come out on, one of them like that. Really, a, that, that would be amazing. That would be a great one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've just imagined it as well. Uh, that is as funny as I thought it would be. You're a maniac, Mark. Thank you very much. Anyway, so that's coming up in the next seven days. You've got time as well to um, do your fantasy wrestling league. Um, I'm going to play a song now. We'll come back in a second. Back when I was a kid, life was going swell. Till something happened, blew everything to hell. That night my daddy stumbled in. Thank you to Daniel Stembridge for suggesting the classy Freddie Blassie classic. As he used to call the great manager from WWE. He used to call people pencil neck geeks. He was obviously referring to. You should use that as your theme both tune, Greg. Yeah. Well, you should, you should use that like, from from now on. I quite like "Rose from the Dead" by Theatre of Tragedy. I think this one suits you. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so we're coming to the end of the show. We've got nine minutes left. This has gone really, really quickly. It has. It has. We need really two hours. Quickly. Yeah, we do. We do. When so, we came up with the idea, we thought, let's do one hour. Nope. Yeah, there's no way we're going to nope. fill two hours talking about wrestling every week. You mad? <laughs> so, SummerSlam. Yes. Sunday night, the biggest show of the summer. TM. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we've got um, a lineup for it. We've got some. Uh, we've got a card. Um, it's gonna be a bit. It's like a four-hour show as well, I believe. Yeah. It's kind of SummerSlam and WrestleMania, the two biggest shows of the WWE calendar. Um, yeah. What have we got? We What's have got um, Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi versus Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and someone else. I guess that's going to be on the pre-show, right? Yeah. Probably. Nikki Glencross. We want to see Nikki. Former that Nikki would Storm. be good. That, that would be really good. Made, made a debut on NXT this week. She did. It was fantastic. Yep. British. She was a great British. Wrestler. She was amazing. Former Alpha Omega wrestler as well. Absolutely. So, um, quick predictions, gents. What do you think? Who do you think will go there for that match? Yeah. I don't think anyone's really bothered, are they? Becky Lynch won't win. She never does. No. Which I don't like. I really no, like I think Be- it's good. I really she's like a, Becky she Lynch. Needs to be sort of, she's the sort of person that you know, the more you, the more you beat her, the more sympathy you'd have for her. So I, I think it's uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> Mark, Mark just getting that image in his head about the more you beat Becky Lynch. You can't do uh, that. Yeah, let's, you can't. Let's, let's move on from that one. Um, Cesaro versus Sheamus. Um, okay. You know that they've just, that they're having a seven match series. Yeah. I thought that they'd already had a few. I'm, I'm bored of that feud already. Come on. But um, does seven matches, it'll, yeah. it'll go one way or the other way. Come on. So for, so for the first match, who do you think will win? What was it? I don't know. Just pick one. I'll flip a coin. Cesaro. There you go. There you go. Who cares? Greg? Uh, I don't know. Jack Gallagher. See, he doesn't okay, care. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I just, um, just want to get, me- get mentioned for all the Brits that are on WWE TV at the moment. The Miz versus Apollo Crews. Um, Cruz needs to get some momentum behind him. He really does. Yes, um, he does. But if it's for the Intercontinental title, the Miz is going to win. Okay. Great. I would love to see Apollo win. Former PCW champion. You know, mm-hmm. Worked with him many times. He's a lovely guy. Can't see it, though. No. Can't see it. He needs it, but I can't see it. No. I agree with it, with uh, Greg on that one. Uh, Enzo and Cass versus Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. A tag team that I have n- no idea why they came up with that. Jericho, Jericho, as they're calling them, are gold. Pure, solid gold the only thing we have agreed on in this entire show they opened raw this week and the seg it was the highlight of raw for me um referring to the interview of tom phillips by a different name every time they addressed him um kevin owens is fantastic kevin owens is is fantastic as is chris jericho you put them together you've got possibly my new favorite tag team in wrestling Um, i'd like to see them win yeah me too okay fair enough uh the new day um versus uh gallows and anderson this is an interesting one. I think Gallows and Anderson could win this. Yeah. I, I, I think they've got a good shot at the uh, tag team titles. Whether or not they're going to take them at SummerSlam, I don't know. But I I wouldn't be surprised to see them get the belts this Sunday. It may be time for the New Day's reign to end. Yeah. I, okay. I would go with that. Okay. They, they, they've got a rec- it's a record-breaking reigns that they've got. So, you know, it's, it, everything's, all good things have got to come to an end at some point. So I think maybe this Sunday could be the day. Very true. Um, yeah. Next one, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Uh, Sasha probably is going to keep the belt and win that one. I think Again, not, yeah, yeah. Too, too soon for Charlotte to win it back, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, Rusev versus uh, Roman Reigns. Interesting one. Um, it's the first time I, I watched uh, Raw this week, and it's the first time I've ever seen people cheer Roman Reigns. Exactly. For a Which, long, long while. Testament to Rusev. He's fantastic. He's so, he's oh, so good at being a bad guy that he has done what no one else has managed to do, which is get Roman Reigns over and, and get the fans behind him. Who'd have thought that would be possible? I know, Certainly right? not I. Not I. But no, um, I think Rusev will probably uh, retain the belt, maybe due to some shenanigans. Lana's going to cause a distraction, something like that. But um, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite nice to see people getting behind Roman Reigns for once, to be honest with you. Greg? Mm, tough one, really, because you could say that you know, Reigns... A United States Championship run might be a good thing for him. Yeah. Uh, then again, as they want, they want him to be popular. So perhaps the best thing to do is have him lose with, you know, some kind of screwy finish and keep him chasing for the time yeah. being. So yeah, I think that probably is what will happen. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, uh, John Cena versus AJ Styles. <sighs> well, I'd love to see AJ Styles win. Yeah, really would. Do you think it'll be a Styles win with shenanigans or clean? No, I'd like to see AJ beat him clean. Yeah. Um, but I don't know quite not where happen. the story would go if that was to happen. Okay. I don't think that'll happen. I, I, I'm going to go with it. I think AJ's going to beat him. Fair enough. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. Interesting. Um, I think Ziggler might win this, you know. Yeah. It's, it's as, as far out as that seems, Ziggler lately has been showing a lot of promise and a lot, a lot more character than he's shown in a long time. Um, and he's looking like he's kind of going to go full-blown heel mode in the near future. So I think Ziggler, um, as a bad guy, 
could could make a good champion. I don't know. It, again, it seems really far fetched, but on um, you know this week he kind of just super kicked Dean Ambrose out of nowhere during an in ring segment, and um, you know, yeah, I, I I think it's possible. I don't think it's necessarily going to happen, but you never know. You never know. I think Ambrose will retain. Yeah. yeah. Um, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins, the first Universal Championship. <sighs> Finn Boring versus Seth Rollins. You don't like Finn Balor? No, he's 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 what one of the, the most he's one of the most overrated wrestlers. If Carlsberg uh, did, did ring entrances, oh yeah, his entrance is fantastic. And in the ring, and then the bell rings, and so it's boring. Slick and oh come on, everything come on, he does Greg. looks amazing, and he's got great fire and charisma, and the crowd love him. There's nothing he does that other wrestlers on the rosters don't on the roster don't do better. I don't agree. Well, I, well, you're wrong. Simple. No, I'm, I have an opinion. I, everybody's okay. allowed entitled to an opinion. You have the wrong opinion. You like I, Shinsuke Nakamura. What's exactly. You? Well, eh. We'll I, go on with I, this next week. I think Balor will win. Yeah. I, I think so. I think so too. Okay. But I'm, I'm rooting for Rollins. The man, Seth Rollins. Yeah. That's where, you know. Balor will win. Okay. Um, we'll go more on that with that next week. And then uh, the final match, Lesnar versus Randy Orton. Well, mm. There's only really one winner, isn't there? I would just like to, with this match, all I would like to see from this match is Randy Orton hit an RKO out of somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where. Doesn't the thing Any, is anywhere. It really doesn't bother me. But the thing just, it doesn't just, it doesn't just make a change. <laughs> he doesn't just it? materialize from an ethereal plane though, does he? Every RKO he hits out of somewhere. No matter what the commentators would have us believe, no, no matter, no, what, that's not what, no matter what we're told, no matter what we're force fed to believe, every RKO comes out of somewhere. He doesn't, he, doesn't well, just, exactly. he doesn't just. He doesn't just appear out of thin air. He doesn't just, you know, it, it, there's no Randy Orton, and then all of a sudden he exists and then hits the RKO. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's I'm, all I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Someone's gonna win. Well, there we go. Someone's that. gonna lose. Someone's gonna win. Someone's gonna Unless lose. Unless it's a draw. Nah. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. a classic Greg Lambert prediction. Though. Well, yeah. there we go, ladies and sirs. That was uh, their predictions for Summer Smash. Um, join Summer us next Smash? Week. Summer Smash? Summer, Summer Slam. Summer Smash. Smash. Yeah, that's Summer also, Smash. That's also like a, a legally safe knockoff yeah. of uh, Summer Slam. <laughs> yes. Run by an indie promotion somewhere. <laughs> slam Slam, coming <laughs> someday. Love it. Um, Hear how accurate we were next week um, on this show. Mm-hmm. which you call this program schedule for 1-4. My name's been Silent Mark. That has been Greg Lambert. Yes, it has been. And I that mean, has been Mr. Evil Lewis. Of course it has. And we'll have the first round of uh, fantasy wrestling next week as well. We'll see how you all do when you pick your teams. You, you've still got plenty of time to do it till midnight on Sunday. Get I'm on the get Facebook group. You have indeed. We'll see you next week, ladies and sirs. Good night. He's a man.